Welcome to Main Menu for the week of February 8th through February 14, 2013. I'm your host, David Tanner, and very pleased that you are with us today here on Main Menu. I and the entire Main Menu staff are always pleased to have you with us, and we thank you very much for coming and listening to our show each week, and hope that you get a lot of valuable information out of the material we present to you each week, and be sure to keep your comments coming about things that you'd like to hear on Main Menu. This week on Main Menu, we have some exciting and interesting new stuff for you. First, Mr. Chase Crisman, our executive producer of Main Menu, is just back from a trip to Orlando, Florida to the ATIA conference the last week of January, and he has brought back a number of interviews with various assistive technology vendors, and today he is going to have two for us. The first one is an interview with Mike Tyndall from HumanWare, and they're going to be talking about the new Victor Stream, and you're going to hear all about what's new with that and some other interesting and exciting announcements from humanware then david woodbridge comes to his compliments of vision australia and david is going to be introducing us to a brand new app for your ios device the braille touch software app and david is going to take us through and show us all about how to use this new app and where to get further information and of course where to download it from And then Chase comes back again, and he will be interviewing Scott Hagley this time from HIMSS, Inc., and they will be talking about a number of new things being offered by HIMSS, including an upgrade to the BookSense software. So that's what we have for you today on Main Menu. You have a great week. We hope you get a lot of valuable information out of today's show, and let's get right on into our show for today. Hi, I'm Chase Crispin, the executive producer of Main Menu. I'm here today to invite you, the listener, to submit to Main Menu. Do you have an accessible game, appliance, piece of software, hardware device, or anything else that you would like to demo that you have not heard about here on Main Menu? If so, are you interested in submitting a review of this product to Main Menu? If so, please first email mainmenu at acbradio.org. In that email, make sure to tell us what you would like to cover for Main Menu. If this is a topic that we are interested in and has not been recently covered, we will be glad to have you submit this piece to the show. Begin to record your piece by eliminating all background noise, including TVs, radios, other people talking, loud fans, etc. If applicable, turn down the speech rate on the device that you are demoing. Once you have recorded your file, it is recommended that you edit the submission. If you can save your file in MP3 format, please encode your file at 128 kbps 44.1 kHz stereo. If you must use another format, bit rate, or sampling rate, we can take care of the conversion for you. However, we recommend that you get your submission to us in the format previously mentioned. It is also recommended 
that you edit your piece. This may include editing out long pauses, mistakes, a lot of ums, or other fumble words. If you are not able to edit your piece but you feel it needs edited, please email us at mainmenu at acbradio.org and someone on the Main Menu production team can edit your submission for you. You can also contact the production team by visiting mainmenu.acbradio.org and clicking on the staff directory link. Once you have your file ready, please contact us at the email address previously mentioned, and we will let you know how to get your submission to us, and we will also let you know when it will be able to be aired on the show. We appreciate your continued interest and support in ACB Radio's main menu, and we look forward to hearing you on the show. Hello, Main Menu listeners. This is Chase Crispin at ATIA 2013 here in Orlando. I'm speaking with Mike Tyndall from Humanware all about the brand new Victor Reader Stream. Welcome back to Main Menu, and thanks for doing this interview today. Thank you, Chase. It's a pleasure to be on Main Menu today with you as well. Uh, we do have the second-generation Stream. Um, it's about 25% smaller than our first original Stream. Uh, but we did not change the key layout, so the key size and the positioning of the keys are just as our stream users know them. Um, a few things we've done is we've given you uh, the ability not to charge the stream using a micro USB port on the bottom of the device. So you can charge it with your computer or any USB charging device, um, or you can plug it into the wall as well to charge it. Um, the battery now is one piece with a little latch where you can simply remove the battery and pop it back in. Uh, with the older stream, we had the door you had to remove and you pop the battery out. Um, some of the key features that we've done, we've added um, a better speaker. So we have more volume now that you're able to have. You guys can be across the room and actually still be able to hear the stream quite well. If you're in the kitchen cooking or whatever, you're listening to a book. Um, all of the usability features of the stream have remained the same. So we've changed nothing about how you use it. Uh, it now does have a built-in clock. A lot of people ask for that, as well as um, the ability to um, change the sleep timer. You can actually customize um, for exactly how long you want to, the sleep timer to remain active. It also has um, the this, this standard 15, 30, 45, and 60 minutes that you're accustomed to. Um, for those of you who may own a stream, you may know about the soft pack, and that was uh, features that you could purchase as an accessory to the stream uh, to give it, for example, DOCX support for Microsoft Word, can record in MP3 and WAV format. All of those features remain the same now, um, free with the new stream. We also have uh, higher quality voices. We are now using acapella. And we have the highest quality Ryan and Heather English voices that's available. You may know that you can either have a standard voice or the high, high quality voice. And we do have the high quality voice in the stream. If you have an existing stream, you can simply pop your old card out, pop it into the new stream, and you can use the new stream. All of the usability features, as I mentioned, is the same. Um, we are not able to support Audible with a new stream. And the reason for that is because no new third-party device at this time can support any Audible um, devices because some things have changed at Audible. And so that um, 
the, the, the API is not available to us to support Audible. So if you do um, want a device that can support Audible, that still would be our first model, uh, the first generation stream. It's priced at 258 U.S. dollars. So, um, if you want Audible, you can certainly do that. The new stream is priced at 369 dollars. So, um, it's a very good deal. When we first came out with the stream a few years ago, um, it, it started off at 408. So, we're very glad to be able to position this price at 369 and give it to you. And um, so, those are most of the. Uh, new features. Another quick point is that if you're recording, uh, you can plug in a stereo microphone and record in stereo. Uh, if you're recording with the internal microphone, we're still using mono for that. But uh, we do also allow you to change that um, headphone jack on the side to a line-in jack if you choose. And then on the top of the unit, uh, we have the uh, headphone jack. Going back a second to the to the microphone jack, using it as line in would allow you to possibly record tape or you know plug it into a to an audio source and do recording, as well as allowing you to monitor that uh, recording through headphones while it's going on, so that you can actually adjust your levels and you can get a good recording to digitize all that um, music or maybe conversations that you've had in the past it's on tape it's a great way to be able to digitize them does the new stream have bluetooth for connecting to bluetooth headsets and things like that does not have bluetooth but a very important point it does have wireless connectivity using wi-fi so uh, in the first um, update that we're doing right now we're allowing it to um, connect to a wi-fi device a hotspot and um, you can actually update your stream directly from the Wi-Fi as well as get an NLS key to play NLS books. Uh, we're hoping in the future to be able to do things like book downloads and possibly uh, even web radio in the future. So um, that's, that's what we're hoping to do in future upgrades. For users of the old Victor Reader stream, Will they be able to continue to get software updates to the stream, or do you have to have the new stream to get new updates? I am not real sure, Chase, to be honest with you about that. I do know, uh, speaking from the past, that you know all of our uh, products, when we come out with a new product, we try to support the old product as long as we can. So I don't want to guarantee that we will have software upgrades available, but I certainly would not be surprised if we don't. Humanware also recently made a couple of announcements about changes to their Braille notes. Can you talk what you guys have done to the Braille note? I certainly will, yes. Um, I'm very proud today to be able to announce to you that we have reduced the price of the Braille note. Um, the 32-cell Braille note is now being sold for $54.95 U.S. dollars. Uh, the 18 cell, I don't have the price of that in front of me, but it's, it's been reduced as well, as well as our voice note Apex. So um, we have reduced the price on all three units, as well as uh, there will be no more software maintenance agreements required. So we give away the software for free on the stream and on the breeze. So now we're able to do that as well for the Braille node, and that will mean more upgrades for you. Um, as we come out with something that needs to be upgraded or changed, uh, we can very quickly add that and make it available to everyone 
um, who owns a Braille node. And for those of you who have current software maintenance agreements that you still have, uh, we are offering a $100 credit per SMA that will expire at the end of this year. But if you have a current SMA, we will give you um, $100 per point to um, maybe buy another product or have your product come in for repair, cleaning, um, you know, warranty, whatever, whatever. You can use that, that, that money um, as a credit to purchase other humanware options. Very cool. Both of these announcements are really great. So can you give us some contact info for humanware? I'd be glad to, Chase. Uh, the humanware main phone number is 1-800-722-3393. Again, that number is 800-722-3393. The new generation stream, we're getting many orders for it, so I would encourage you to pre-order your stream. We're hoping to ship uh, at the end of February. And uh, we're also doing a contest where two people will actually win a stream. So I would encourage you to give our customer service a call or visit your local dealer and uh, go ahead and pre-order those streams. We are taking orders. Again, 800-722-3393 or visit your local dealer. Thank you very much. following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this demonstration of Braille Touch, in this case on the iPhone 5. Before I dive into the demonstration, let me just say that my iPhone 5 is turned on. I'm sitting at the home screen that I downloaded Braille Touch to, and VoiceOver is turned on with hints enabled. You can download Braille Touch from the iOS App Store, and Braille Touch is actually all one word. It's capital B, Braille, capital T, Touch. That's capital B. R-A-I-L-L-E, capital T-O-U-C-H. Braille Touch, as the name implies, allows you to input in Braille on your iOS device using the standard six-key input, which you would normally use, for example, on a custom Braille note-taker or the good old Perkins Brailler. At the moment, the Braille code that Braille Touch supports is the uncontracted North American Braille. The developer is working on introducing contracted Braille with other languages. The version of Braille Touch that you download from the App Store is the free version, and this allows you to practice brailing on the screen with the app. And then for further functionality, you can do an in-app purchase that then gives you other features such as paste from clipboard, copy to clipboard, mail what you've browled in, tweet what you've browled in, etc. Braille Touch works with or without VoiceOver running. And for those folks that don't require VoiceOver but would like a little bit of extra assistance with the app itself, in settings Braille Touch, going from your main home screen of your iOS device, 
you'll find options there to allow you to change the speech rate that Braille Touch uses and also you can choose a higher contrast mode to make it easier to see the dots on the screen with the app. If you are using VoiceOver then you change the speech rate of VoiceOver in the standard way. So for example you would go into settings general accessibility voiceover and change the rate of speech or if you have your speech rate enabled on your voiceover rater you could also adjust it from there as well. When you're using the Braille Touch app the developer recommends that you use a case in this case with my iPhone to make it easier to hold on to the phone while you're brailing because you are using your six fingers to input braille on the touch screen. And the other suggestion is to probably use a Bluetooth headset because that then gets rid of, if you're using a traditional wired headset, it gets rid of the wire attached to your iPhone that may get in the way of you holding the phone. Of course, you can use it without headphones. You can just have it going through the speaker in the phone itself. Now before I actually run the Braille Touch app that I've just downloaded from the iOS App Store, just some reminders about some of the basic gestures for VoiceOver that I'll be using in this demonstration. So as we all know, when you're using a VoiceOver, you can drag your finger around the screen to hear what's under your finger, or you can move left to right up and down the screen by doing the one finger flick left or right to move item by item. When you've heard something that you want to then use, such as a button or a control or an app in this case. It's a one finger double tap on the screen to then activate the item. And one final gesture that I'll probably show you later on in the demonstration is using the voice rotor, in particular to navigate the built-in help using heading navigation via your rotor. But just for the moment, remember that the rotor is holding two fingers, one at nine o'clock and one at three o'clock on the face of a dial and then rotating those fingers on the screen so that your left finger is going to 10 and your right finger is now going to 4. So it's like turning a dial and that will then rotate between different settings for voiceover in the rotor. Once you get to the option you want, in this case we'll probably be using the header one, you can then do a one finger flick up or down to then navigate the help documentation. Okay, so let me just grab my iPhone and I'm currently sitting on the home screen that contains the app itself and this is the first time I've run it so let me just find it on the screen Braille Touch New okay. Double tap to open Braille Touch New and I won't keep repeating what the hints keep saying for voiceover because that's pretty obvious and at the moment I'm currently holding the phone in portrait mode so on an iPhone 5 I've got the connector stroke headphone jack basically facing me and the top of the phone where your power button is is facing away from me. Okay, so let's do one finger double tap to open up the app. One, two. Landscape. Home button to the left. Okay, so it currently says landscape home button to the left and I've turned the phone to that orientation. So now I've got the home button on my left or where the connector and the headphones are and the power button is to my right. And I'm going to touch towards the top left hand side of the screen. Welcome to Braille Touch Heading. Okay, welcome to Braille Touch Heading. Now I could drag my finger down the screen, 
but I'm actually going to do that one finger flick to the right to read item by item on the screen. Braille Touch allows you to type on your touch screen using Braille. We assume you are already familiar with the standard 6 key Braille keyboard. As found on the Perkins Brailler and many Braille Notator because we encourage you to read the full instructions on the help screen before you begin using Braille Touch. You can also find a user manual and frequently asked questions on the Braille Touch website at BrailleTouchApp.com. There are three main things you need to know before using Braille Touch. Okay, now that one finger flick to the right. One to type with Braille Touch. Hold the phone with both hands on the left and right sides of the phone and the screen facing away from you. Braille Touch works in landscape orientation with the home button on your right. Please note that VoiceOver will announce home button on the left, which is reversed because the screen is facing away from you. Okay, so the website for Braille Touch is http colon slash slash www.brailletouchapp.com and where it said about the way that the app is orientated when you're braille inputting not when you're actually just navigating the interface like I'm doing at the moment so when we come to inputting I'll actually be turning the phone back to front so that the front of the phone will be facing away from me and the back of the phone will be towards me but we'll do that in a minute so at the moment it's still in the same orientation that we had it in when we first started the app with the home button on my left and the power button on my right Okay, so let's go to the next information. One finger flick to the right. Two each time you go to the Braille keyboard, you need to tap once with one finger before you can start typing. And that's pretty standard on most apps that use this type of technology, i.e. type in Braille and Flexi. You always have to touch the screen to activate the Braille input keyboard once you're on that screen. So one finger flick to the right again. Three to go to the menu from the Braille keyboard. Flick left with two fingers. Okay, so to go to the Braille Touch menu, two finger flick to the left to bring up the menu. And that's going from the Braille input screen, and we'll get onto that shortly. So one finger flick to the right again. We recommend using a case for your iPhone or iPod Touch. This will help you grip the phone more comfortably with two hands if you use headphones. We recommend wireless headphones or a right angle headphone plug so the wire does not get in your way. One finger flick to the right again, that's pretty self-explanatory. If you want to change the settings for Braille Touch, press the home button and open the iPhone settings app. You will find Braille Touch near the end of the page. Okay, so basically it's saying to make any changes in Braille Touch, you go to your main iOS, in this case iPhone, home screen, go to settings and drag or flick right down to Braille Touch and then double tap to open it and there's the settings for Braille Touch. One finger flick to the right again. The free version of Braille Touch allows you to type using Braille and hear the characters or words you entered. We offer additional features through an in-app purchase. The upgrade is available from the Braille Touch menu with the upgrade. You can send text messages, tweets, or emails that you type using Braille. You can also copy text from the Braille Touch keyboard and paste it into any other app on your iPhone. Okay, that just goes through those features that I previously mentioned. Going from the free version to practice your brailing to the full version to have that extra functionality about mailing, tweeting, etc. One finger flick to the right again. You can find additional instructions by pressing the help button on the Braille Touch menu or on the web at BrailleTouchApp.com. Okay, that's pretty self-explanatory about accessing help. One finger flick to the right. Show welcome screen on launch. Switch button on. Okay, so this Double is tap the show welcome setting. screen at launch. Now if I turn that off now and for the moment I'm going to leave it on 
you can turn it back on again if you go into IE home screen settings braille touch so one finger flick to the right again start typing with braille touch button okay and one more finger flick to the right we can't go any further on the screen select activate start typing with braille touch one finger double tap alert welcome to braille touch now this screen is a screen you would get now if you turn that initial welcome screen off so I'm going to do one finger flick to the right upgrade button that's the upgrade button and I'll activate that in a minute to upgrade to the full version one finger flick to the right help button that's the help button one finger flick to the right start typing button start typing button that'll bring up the braille touch braille input keyboard it's going to one finger flick back to the moment to help help button I'm going to do one finger double tap keyboard back button that's the keyboard back button now that will actually take us back to the braille input keyboard it won't take us back to the previous screen so one finger flick to the right help topics heading level two okay help topics now this is where I said I would actually use the rotor to navigate around to headings in this case so I'm putting two fingers on the screen at nine and three and rotating clockwise volume punctuation hints headings okay, and if I do one finger flick down how to hold the phone Heading level two, getting started. Heading level two, special characters. Heading level two. Okay, etc. So when you go into help, you can do a two finger rotate if you wish around to heading, and then one finger flick up and down to get to the heading that you want to read from, and a two finger swipe down to for continuous reading, or one finger flick to the right to go down line by line and read the information on the help topic that you're currently interested in. Let me find the keyboard back button. Keyboard back button. Okay, that's the keyboard back button. Or I could also do a two finger scrub. And it'll take me back as well. Now, where I've gone back Tap to, to begin is typing the screen with, with two fingers for menu. that contains the Braille input keyboard. Okay, so at the moment, if I touch the screen and hit a click, I've now activated the Braille input keyboard. So if I turn the phone around now, what I've now done is I've got the home button physically on my right and the power button on my left so that the volume up and down and your mute switch on the phone is at the top and you've got your blank side of the phone on the bottom. And basically the way that the Braille's laid out is you put your three fingers on each end of the screen because you're in landscape mode and going from the top of the phone to the bottom on the left hand side you have dots one two and three i.e. your left index finger middle finger and ring finger one two three going down and from top to bottom on the right hand side you have dots four five and six i.e. your right index finger middle finger and ring finger so for the moment I'm just going to type in David and again, it's as you would expect, you're doing chord commands, i.e. your normal braille cell characters. So I'm going to do D, which is dots 1, 4, and 5. D. And A, which is dot 1. A. And V, which is dots 1, Little. 2, 3, and 6. V. And I, which is dots 2 and 4. I. And D, which is dots 1, 4, and 5. D. Okay. And if I want to do a space, it's a one finger flick to the right. Space. So that's my name, David. And 
for the moment, I'm going to leave it there. We'll come back and do some more brailing in a minute, i.e. punctuation, new line, deleting, etc. But for the moment, I'm going to do a two-finger flick to the left on the screen. So two fingers on the screen and flicking to the left. Alert, David. So it reads out what I've just typed in. I'm now going to do one finger flick to the left. Clear text, button. That's clear text. So we can do some more brailing in or typing in. One finger flick to the left again. Upgrade button. That's the upgrade button. One finger flick to the left. Help button. That's the famous help button again. Resume typing button. That's resume typing. So we can go back to the same spot that we've been up to when we've been brailing in. And that's it on the screen. Okay, so as you can tell, there's no other functionality currently in this menu about paste from the clipboard, copy to clipboard, texting, mailing, etc. Because this is the free version of the app. But this app will really give you a good feeling of how to actually use the Braille Touch app. But for the moment, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to activate the upgrade button. So one finger flick to the right. Help button upgrade button. And one finger double tap. Upgrade options. Keyboard. Back button. Now what I'm going to do now is because I've come out of the Braille input keyboard functionality, I'm actually going to turn the phone back around again. So now I've got the front of the phone facing me. So physically the home button on the left, the power button on the right. So I touch the top left hand side of the screen. Keyboard. Back button. That's the keyboard back button. Now I do one finger flick to the right. Upgrade options. Heading. Upgrade options, one finger flick to the right. For version 1599, add the ability to send text messages, tweets, and emails from the Braille keyboard. You can also copy text from the Braille keyboard to paste into other apps. Button. Okay, so it tells you what the options are that you get when you upgrade. Now at the moment of this recording, that's the price of the app in Australian dollars, 1599. That price will then be changing later on to $20 because for the first couple of days of the introduction of this app, I believe up until the 2nd of February, the app will be this price and then going back to the normal price, which is $20. So one finger flick to the right again, and that's it, can't go any further. So I'm gonna purchase the upgrade for the app. One finger double tap. Alert, confirm you're an app purchase. Do you want to buy one full version for $15.99? Tap to begin typing, flick left with two fingers for menu. Okay, now one finger flick to the right. Confirm you're an app purchase. One finger flick to the right. Do you want to buy one full vert? Cancel. Buy. Button. I want to buy it, so one finger double tap on buy. Braille tile secure. Text field is editing. Password. Okay, and I've got our standard password on the screen from my Apple ID. And I'll just pause this recording while I type in my password because I'm sure you guys don't want to know it. Okay, so I've typed in my password, one finger flick to the right. Cancel, button. One finger flick to the right again. Okay, Double button. tap on okay. Now I should say that when that Apple ID and password came up on the screen, I was actually using the standard iOS on-screen keyboard, i.e. your standard on-screen QWERTY keyboard. I wasn't using a Braille input keyboard. Okay, so the in-app purchase is completed. Now what it's actually done is drop me back into the Braille input keyboard on the screen. So I'm just going to touch the screen. So I'm going to turn the phone around again. So I've got the front of the phone facing away from me. So I've got the home button physically on my right, power button on my left. I'm going to do a two finger swipe to the left. Alert, welcome to Braille Touch. I'm just going to turn the phone back around again to face me, i.e. home button physically on my left, power button on my right. 
touch the top left hand side of the screen so on this welcome screen we've got paste from clipboard now button. we've got paste from clipboard now that wasn't there before in the free version so that way you know you've actually done the in-app purchase correctly one finger flick to the right help button there's a help button start typing button. start typing button okay so one finger double tap on start typing tap to begin typing flick left with two fingers for menu okay start to begin typing i'm going to touch the screen click turn it around so again physically home button on my right now power button on my left phone facing away from me let me type in the word david again now when i pause the recording to do my apple id I actually got rid of the existing Braille that was in the Braille input keyboard. That was still there after I did the upgrade app purchase when it returned me to the keyboard. But I thought just to keep things nice and clean, I'd actually get rid of it out of the um, Braille input keyboard area. Okay, so let me just type in the famous hello world. So that's dots one, two, and five for H. H. And then dots one and five for E. E. Of course, L's one, two, three. L, 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 and O is dots one, three, and five. O. And then space is a one finger flick to the right. Space. And then world is two, four, five, and six. W. And O. O. R is one, two, three, five. R. L, one, two, three. L. And D, one, four, five. D. And then one finger flick to the right. Space. Now, of course, if you make a mistake with a letter, you can actually delete a letter. So if I do one finger flick back to the left. Delete space. Okay, I've deleted space. I'll delete again. Delete D. I've deleted D. So I'm going to put D back in again. So that's dots one, four, and five. D. One finger flick to the right. Space. And if I wanted to put a return or a new line in, it's actually a two finger flick to the right. Return. Okay, so that puts a return character or a new line into the editor where we're brailing into it. And of course, if you want to do a number sign, you would do a normal number sign with dots three, four, five, and six. Number. And for example, one would be A. So dot one. One. And space. Space. Because remember in braille, your numbers are actually A to J. So that's A1, B2, up to nine, which is I, and J is zero. And all you do is put that number sign in front of those letters. So number sign dots three, four, five, and six, followed by A to J for your numbers one to nine and zero. And if you wanted to put an at sign in, if you were doing an email address, the at sign is actually dot four. At sign. Okay, it says at sign. And then you could type in the rest of the email address. Your comma is dot two. Comma. Okay. And a full stop is dots two five and six period okay i'll just do a space for the moment space i'll leave you to discover hash symbol so that's some um, homework for you if you want to read the manual what the hash symbol for is in braille so you can use that with twitter to do a hashtag in twitter now finally if you wanted to do a capital letter it's dot six capital followed by the letter so i do capital and if i do b which is dots one and two b space space okay that's capital b so one finger flick back to the left to get rid of it. Delete space. Delete capital B. Okay, so you can hear it say capital B as well. If you wanted to do all caps, then you do dot six twice. So I'll do that now. One, two. All caps. So it says all caps. Okay, so if I wanted to do New South Wales as in Australia, 
I do capital N, which is dots 1, 3, 4, and 5. Capital N. Okay, capital S, which is dots 2, 3, and 4. Capital S. Capital W, which is dots 2, 4, 5, and 6. Capital W. Okay, and one finger flick to the right. Space. Is a space. And if I do another letter, so N is W, I'm going to do A. A. Dot 1. Okay, we're out of all caps because I put a space in there. Okay, so that'll do for the moment. I'm going to do a two-finger flick to the left to bring up the menu because we'll now have more options in there. One, because we've upgraded, and two, because I've got text in the Braille edit area. So two-finger flick to the left. Alert. Hello, World 1 NSWR. <laughs> okay, so that's what I've just brought it up to this point. So I've still got the phone facing away from me. And look, honestly, when you're using this app, you might as well just keep the phone facing away from you because it's no point turning the phone backwards and forwards all the time. So at the moment, I'm going to leave my phone facing away from me still, even though I've come out of the Braille input keyboard. If I now do one finger flick left on the screen. Copy to clipboard button. Let's copy to clipboard. Now remember, I've still got my phone facing away from me. So home on right, power on left. So one finger flick to the left on that orientation. Paste from clipboard button. Paste from clipboard. Send text message Send button. Send text message. Send tweet. Button. Send tweet. Set email subject. Button. Set email subject. Send email. Button. Send email. Clear text. Button. Clear text. Help. Button. Help. Resume typing. Resume Button. typing. Okay, and that's it. I'm actually going to do a tweet. So what I'm going to do is one finger flick back to the right. Help. Button. Clear text. Button. Send email. Set email subject. Send tweet. Button. Okay, I'm going to send tweet. One finger double tap. Tweet. Text field. Is editing. Hello world one NSWR. Okay, now I'm actually not going to send this, but I'll show you where you would send it. So I'm going to do one finger flick to the right. Send button. And that's the send button. Cancel button. Okay, and there's the cancel button. So one finger double tap. Tap to begin typing. Flick left with two fingers for menu. Okay, and if I touch the screen, I'm back on the Braille input keyboard. So if I do a one finger flick to the left. Delete A. Delete space. Delete capital W. Okay, I'm actually deleting the text that's still in there. So if I want to get rid of that text now, I would do a two-finger flick to the left. Alert. Hello world 1NS. Okay, one finger flick to the left again. Copy to clip. Paste from clip. Send text. Send tweet. Set email subject. Send email. Clear text. Okay, clear Button. the text. One finger double tap. Tap to begin typing. Flick left with two fingers for menu. Okay, and I've cleared the text. And what I could also do is actually copy and paste into another app using the Braille input keyboard. I've now got the Braille input keyboard on the screen again, and of course I touch it to activate it. And now I'm gonna actually copy from there into my notes app quickly. Okay, so I'm just gonna type in hello. H-E-L-L-O. So I've got hello there. So two finger flick to the left to bring up the menu. Alert, hello. One finger flick to the left. Copy to clipboard. Copy to button. clipboard. Copy to clipboard. Okay, I'm going to press the home button. Portrait. Blind square. And as you can tell, it switched back Double to portrait. Double tap to open. I'm going to press the home button. Home. Messages. And three new items. on the screen to my notes app. Photos. Camera. Video. Maps. Weather. Passport. Notes. One finger double, double tap on notes. Notes. And touch the top right hand side of the screen. Add button. The add button. One finger double tap. Note. Text field. Okay. Double two tap finger to edit. rotate around 
to edit. Words, lines, speech rate, volume, punctuate, hints, headings, edit. One finger flick down. Italic, bold, underline, paste. One finger double tap. Hello, paste. Okay, and I'll paste it into, in this case, my notes app. And then, of course, to get back to the Braille Touch app, home button twice. App switcher, Braille Touch. It's Braille Touch. Double tap. Landscape. Home yeah. button to the left. Okay, so we're back into Braille Touch. Home button on left, so it's voiceover reckons, because I've already turned the phone into the right orientation. Physically, home button on right, power button on left, touch the screen. I've activated the keyboard, and of course, if I one finger flick to the left, there's nothing in there because I've just copied the text out of the clipboard. I'm going to close Braille Touch for the moment. Portrait. And let's go and have a look at the settings that Braille Touch is actually using. So I'm back to my initial home screen. So I'm going to touch on the settings. Settings. Finger double tap. Settings. Let's go and find the Braille Touch app. So I'm going to touch towards the bottom of the screen. Brightness wallpaper. And I'm going to do one finger flick to the right to find Braille Touch. Privacy. iCloud. Mail. Notes. Reminder. Phone. Message. Faced. Maps. Safari. iTunes. Music. Video. Photos. iBook. Podcast. iTunes. Twitter. Face. ABC. Airport. BBC. Braille Touch. Button. Okay, there's Braille Touch. One finger double tap. Braille Touch. Settings. Back button. So one finger flick to the right. Braille Touch. Heading. Settings. Heading. Speech feedback. Characters only. Button. Now, speech feedback characters only. That's when you're inputting in Braille. We'll do one finger double tap on that. Speech feedback. Braille touch. Back okay, button. You have one finger flick to the right. Speech feedback. Heading. Selected. Characters only. Okay, characters only, which is selected. Words only. Words only. Characters and words. Characters and words. No speech feedback. No speech feedback. Okay, so that's it for the options. I'm actually going to leave mine on characters for the moment. So I'm going to do a two finger scrub. Go Braille back. touch. Settings. Button. Okay, let's do one finger flick to the right again. Braille touch. Heading. Settings. Heading. Speech feedback. Characters only. Button. Okay, that's what we're just on. Braille touch email signature. On. Okay, Braille Double touch. Double tap to toggle email. setting. Braille touch email signature on. I.e. when you do an email, it puts that little tag down the bottom that it was actually done with Braille touch. Of course, if you double tap that now. Off. That turns that function off. Okay, so I'll turn that back on again for the moment. One finger double tap. On. One finger flick to the right. Show welcome screen. On. Okay, show welcome double tap screen. Double-tap to toggle setting. On. So I'm going to leave that on for the moment. If you turned it off, you'll get that screen that basically says, paste from clipboard, help, and then start typing. You won't get, we recommend you use a case with the app, etc., etc. All right, so that's where you turn that initial welcome screen off. One finger flick to the right. White on black view. Off. Okay, white on double black view. Double tap to toggle setting. That's to make the app easier to see. So for one finger double tap. On. That turns it on. One finger double tap. Off. Turns it off. One finger flick to the right. Without voiceover. Heading. Okay, now this following feature is without voiceover running. Fast speech rate. Off. That's faster double speech rate. Double tap to toggle Currently setting. off. I've turned it on. On. It's now on. Okay, but it's off by default. One finger double tap off. again. One finger flick to the right. Advanced heading. Advanced heading. One finger flick to the right. Flip dots one three four six off. Now this is the Double function and toggle setting. where you can actually flip the dots on the screen. So at the moment, remembering on the left hand side, going from the top of the screen to the bottom, it's dots one, two, and three. 
on the right hand side going from the top to the bottom it's four five and six now if that fills back to front to you you can actually switch the orientation of dots one and four and dots three and six so in that case then going from the top of the screen on the left hand side you would have dots three and then two and one at the bottom and the right hand side up the top you would then have dots six five of course in the middle and then dot four okay but that's only if the current orientation doesn't make sense to you so one finger flick to the right again and that's it for the settings screen so i'm just going to press the home button home settings double tap to open so that concludes this demonstration of braille touch remembering that you can download the free version to have a play with and read the manual by going to the iOS app store and typing in Braille Touch or one word, capital B, capital T. And then if you wish, you can upgrade to the full version, remembering that for the first couple of days of the initial release, as of now, this recording, you can get it in Australian dollars for $15.99, and then it goes back to the $20 for the full upgrade for those extra features in the app, i.e. paste from clipboard, paste to clipboard, tweet, text message, etc. Hope you've enjoyed listening to this demonstration. Thanks for listening as always and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. For ACB Radio's main menu, this is Chase Crispin at ATIA 2013. I'm visiting with Scott Hegley from HIMS about some updates to their BookSense and BrailleSense products. Scott, welcome to Main Menu. Well, thank you very much, Chase. It's uh, good to be here on this beautiful Florida day. I'm, I'm from Wisconsin. It's going to be 8 below tonight, so it's nice to be oh, in a warm sure. climate. But yeah. uh, thanks for, uh, for visiting us today. And I especially want to talk about something that has been anticipated for a long time and that's the 3.0 release for BookSense both for the BookSense standard and the BookSense XT um, so either device now has 3.0 it's up on our website you can download it it's free of charge of course uh, as all of our updates have been so this is no exception and I'll just talk about a couple uh, new features things that have been asked for things that we think customers are going to enjoy uh, in 3.0. Probably the biggest, at least for me, is support for PDF documents. We have supported PDF documents on our note takers, the uh, BrailleSense, the BrailleSense Plus, and our U2 products. Now we've rolled that out for the BookSense. So if you have an unprotected PDF document, you're able to open that and use it and, uh, and listen to it. Um, Daisy. Now we can do daisy recording with the BookSense. Um, for example, you can start a recording and you can put levels, for example, headings, paragraphs. So you can mark up your daisy recording on the fly. And it's very simple to do. You just have to tell the recording um, setting or set the recording setting to daisy, hit the record button. It'll ask you to name the file and you're off and running. Um, very nice and uh, people are just getting used to the fact that they can record Daisy on the fly on the book sense um, people have been asking for the ability to have the radio come on as an alarm so now you can wake up to your favorite radio station um, you don't have to use the uh, the built-in 
uh, MP3 sound clips that are built into the book sets. So that is new. Uh, people have been asking for that, and we've provided that. Text search sounds basic, and it actually is. The ability, if you're in a text file or a DAISY file, uh, or if, let's say a Bookshare file, the ability to do a search for a specific phrase or text word in the, the uh, document itself. Or you can search the entire book sense for, let's say you have a song um, and you uh, don't want to find the song by scrolling through or jumping by fives or ten files. You can go right to that particular file, that song, with the text search. And it's very, very easy to do. Um, copy and paste. Uh, the ability now to move a file from one folder to another. Instead of having to go to your computer to do it or taking your SD card out of your book sense, you can take that file and move it. You can also create folders. So if you have um, the need for a brand new folder, you want to move your file, uh, you can do so right from the unit itself. And of course, um, you can paste, obviously. So you can copy, paste, you can even review the clipboard. There is a, once you've copied a clipboard, another item pops up in the menu that says review clipboard. So that's nice. Um, direct frequency input into the radio. Um, something I've been looking forward to having, actually. Uh, it's very easy with the book sense to move up and down um, through your frequencies, 104.1, 104.3, 104.5. There's a scan feature. But a lot of radios, in fact, I own one that has direct frequency input. Now my book sense does that as well. So that's part of the 3.0 release um, that is out there. The equalizer settings have been expanded. Um, there were four or five, and there's been a few more added. So you have things like rock, country, pop, jazz, etc. So just more settings to make your music sound better. Um, and again, of course, your equalizer settings are going to work when you're using an MP3 or audio file. And let's see. Um, that's pretty much the big changes for the, uh, the book sense in 3.0. Obviously, bug fixes. Um, you always have the bug fixes, <laughs> and there's been plenty of those as well. So that's BookSense uh, 3.0, and uh, we also have had some price changes, some reductions in pricing for many of our products, some promotional drops and some permanent drops. Three products that the prices have uh, permanently dropped. One of them is one in front of me that I'm using, the uh, On Hand which is our 18-cell note-taker with Braille display. It's dropped down to $3,995, so a $1,000 price reduction. That is a permanent reduction for that particular unit. We've dropped the pricing by $500 on our VoiceSense products, in other words, our non-Braille devices. So the VoiceSense QWERTY, which is a very, very, very lightweight note-taker. It's less than a pound. Its price has dropped to $14.95. And then we have our Voice Sense, which is, to me, a, a, a beautiful, tiny Braille keyboard note taker. It has also dropped from $19.95 to $14.95. So those are uh, permanent drops. And then we've got on our, on our U2 products, that's our 
32-cell Braille keyboard and QWERTY keyboard note takers. Um, those pricing, the pricing has uh, been reduced uh, at least through the end of June by $400, so $55.95 for the U2 and the U2 QWERTY, and that's the um, world's fastest note taker with a one gigahertz processor, lots of memory, built-in maps uh, that are part of uh, the U2, vibrations for deafblind users, um, support for uh, 3G and 4G modems. Those devices have dropped in price um, for the next few months. And last but not least, um, we are rolling out some new features um, for our note takers, specifically the U2s and of course our other devices as well. And one um, new feature, and it's very exciting, is Dropbox support. I'm a huge Dropbox user. I've been using it for a couple years. To be able to log on and to have a student, for example, log on with their U2, go into their Dropbox, grab a file and use it or move a file back and forth between folders in Dropbox that is um, now supported in uh, our latest beta which will be coming out uh, as a full-blown release shortly. That and there will be some other things too coming on the, on the next release for the U2. The Dropbox thing is something that I've always wanted in a note taker so that is extremely nice. Does that, I know if you use Dropbox on your phone for example you can access the files, but they don't actually live on your device. That's With right. this, is it going to actually have all the files on your Braille Sense or Voice Sense? Good question. The answer technically is no. In other words, um, you need Wi-Fi every time you go into Dropbox. It's just like your Dropbox on your iPhone. Okay. You're right. The difference is, well, actually, the, the Dropbox on the iPhone has the same feature. They just call it something different. What you would do is, while you're connected to Wi-Fi, you would... You would copy the item to your note taker. Uh, it's just like hitting favorite on your Dropbox app on your iPhone. So in other words, you, you have to plan ahead if you're going to be offline on what you want available. But it works very, very quickly. So if, for example, uh, an MP3, I just tried this, an MP3 um, or let's say a um, Word document, pull it off and it's available and ready to go. And it does copy, it doesn't cut so you know it'll still be in the cloud for you later. So that's how you use it offline. Okay. So going back to the BookSense, you mentioned the update was available for the XT and the standard BookSense. Is it available for the DS? Ah, not quite yet. Probably about a week away. It will be. Uh, in fact, that is in beta right now, um, and it will be rolled out probably in the next week or so. So the answer will be yes for the DS. And that will have all the features that um, you as, just talked about. As far as I know... Um, it will. I, I can't be sure of that at this point. The beta that, that I've been working with had some of the features that are in the XT, so we'll have to wait and see if they all make it to the DS. Okay. Do you have anything else that's new from HIMSS that you want to mention? Um, well, yeah. The uh, For low vision users, we have uh, a really popular low vision handheld device called the Candy and the Candy Grip. They've been out now for a few months. Um, it's a five-inch screen, which is unique in the industry. Most of your portable note-takers are either 3.5 or 4.3. This is a five. Um, the Candy Grip has a handle, 
which allows you obviously to hold the uh, the device up. There's a there's a freeze button on the handle, so you can literally hold it with the handle, take a picture, take a snapshot, read it later. It also has continuous zoom. Um, most of your portable note portable low vision devices have three, four, maybe five settings altogether. Um, this is a continuous zoom that allows for a gradual increase or decrease uh, of the image on the screen itself. So very popular. Um, it has two stand levels, 20 millimeter and 40 millimeter, which is very unique because the farther away you move that camera from your page or whatever you're looking at, the more magnification is available to you. So that's, that's built in as well. Um, it has an autofocus, but you can turn that off if you don't want it. And it even has uh, three screen brightnesses that are available. And it even has an auto light feature. In other words, if, I'm, if the light is on on my um, candy grip and I pick it up, the light turns off so it doesn't shine in someone's eyes across the room. Wow. So little things like that that we're very, very proud. Oh, and I forgot, it's HD. <laughs> it's probably the most important part of it. It is an HD, so the, the image quality is, is very, very nice. I forgot to tell you something very important about this, Chase. Um, it has self-viewing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, um, seriously, for people who want to, uh, to check you know, their makeup or uh, whatever, there's a button on the top, and there's actually a, a second camera that opens up or, or turns on and it gives you a mirror view of yourself. That's rare. In fact, I don't know that that's in a portable device um, at, at this point. So that's something that's in the candy grip. It's not in the candy, but it is in the candy grip. What is the price on the magnifiers? $6.99 for the candy and $7.49 for the candy grip. Can you go ahead and give us some contact information for people that want to contact Hims? I sure can, Chase. Uh, Hims, the website is Hims, H-I-M-S Inc, I-N-C dot com. Our phone number is 512-837-2000. Again, 512-837-2000 or Hims Inc dot com. Thank you very much, Scott, for doing this interview with us for Main Menu. Thank you very much, Chase. On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.